listening to The Simple Man with Ethan Krell and Stan, Nicky Rod, and Damian Anderson. Stay a while if you know about the jujitsu. If you don't, you can come to Welcome back to the Simple Man Podcast. Um, Damien. Put us in. Nicky Rod. <laughs> Ethan Crollinston. Nicky Rod just defied my orders to put Zins in because we have a challenge today. I didn't explain to you guys the challenge. Did you piss on your knee? What is that? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You always have a, a wet spot this somewhere. This is Leo. I come here. I try to befriend, befriend Yo, Leo. And he fucking, well, he actually got a little schmegma on me. So then I uh, <laughs> took a wet paper towel and fucking yeah, wiped sure. off so it didn't stain. There's like schmegma That's here. That's your own schmegma. Oh, I always get schmegma. He's a dirty You're dog in with a smeg. face. Dogs His face. Is, I got a haircut. He drools. He, oh, yeah. For those so that don't know, a, Ethan yeah. has a haircut. Eh, uh, how do you feel about short. it? Cold. Cold? Uh, I feel <laughs> everything. My neck is cold. Actually You're cold. Like younger. Yeah, I am cold. I'm constantly wow. cold. Yeah. You're yeah. quite a bit younger. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's Younger, good. I don't know, you look pretty fucking old to me, dude. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what's the challenge? <laughs> All right, we guys, we have the world's most sourest candy. Why do we do this to ourselves? Another brilliant idea from my <sighs> other half. Ah. So, you have your phone right next to your ball sack. It's not good. For, well, I, I, have two, I have two high He's tests. trying to shrink his taint. I have too high of a test. <laughs> So, um, test positive, which actually my test was very high when I got my, my blood work. You ever get your blood work done? Yes. My blood, my, my test was 840, I think eight, 840, eight, 860 after, high after I after trained your steroid regimen. After, you yeah, after, after I was on a lot of steroids, <laughs> yeah, it's a huge amount. Uh, after, no, you trained. after, That's crazy. after That's... morning, I went after morning session. They said like, I wasn't at Henzo's or no, no, no. Back, oh, uh, at B team. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I was supposed to like fast and I was supposed to fucking, uh, get adequate rest or whatever, but I was like, "Fucking, I just want to see, you know, where my fucking what, shit's at." But, um, fuck, guys, I will we'll do this without uh, Mr. Smith, without Smith here, so he'll have a fun time. You don't think he wants to do it? And um, yeah, I guess. So you have to, you can't just bite it, huh? No, you just gotta suck it. Okay. Well, I feel like For a billion dollars. Minutes. Yeah. So I mean, we'll do the podcast. We could do the podcast while it's in his in in our mouth. Oh, you got, how long is this going to take to fucking... I, who, I, this, who's is, gonna last this is a solid... Oh, well, I'm going to win. I won the last one. I'm winning this one. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a stopwatch. And then we'll just continue. Oh, yes. All right. So, yeah, Jim, you don't, you don't think, so then, oh, shit. Oh, you don't think we should Leo's do it gonna, when he gets here? Uh, well, we'll have it in, and it'll just be a funny... It'll just enjoy us being like, what the fuck's going on? You can't put it in yet. You gotta don't wait until all it. of us put it in, and then you can't, like, it's a don't do anything. Doesn't smell like anything. All right, guys. I don't like this. <laughs> it can't be as bad as That's what the I'm one thinking, chip challenge. But I know anything challenge associated is not gonna be fun, or a lot of fun. We'll have. Well, you he have might a zin. fart. He might fart. Oh, you're gonna fart right away. Yeah. Well, that's why I said don't do the zin. But I mean, do, do what you want to do. It's so spicy. I already farted. <laughs> that was one of the funniest fucking. That lines. was a great quote. So basically, yeah, yeah Nicky Rod 
fucking eats the shit and he's like he doesn't even eat the whole chip <laughs> he doesn't eat the wow, whole we're chip. gonna keep an eye on you on this one <laughs> where he, he has like a rock you got, you got like to eat the little, whole thing <laughs> yeah you guys put the whole thing in your mouth he's what's just, half of the thing in his mouth that he's like he crumbles like, it up he has like a barricade of water bottles and random shit he's like you guys eat the whole thing and then he's like oh it's so spicy i already farted as if like that's, that's a universal thing. reaction yeah all right guys you guys ready where's your so, oh, we're so gonna this do is it. Is there a name brand for this? Uh, I don't have the name, but there is a name for it, obviously. Burning my fingers. All right. No, it's not. We put it up. I'm going to fucking spit this out. Cheers. Three, two, one, go. Put it in. Oh. Ah. That's so spicy. You can't drink anything either. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh. That's not that bad. What? <laughs> what? This is disgusting. It's okay. not that bad. Ooh, yeah, okay. Ugh. Okay. So, you're competing this weekend. Yeah. How you feel? So, what, what, what weight are you doing? 155 pounds. Oh. Austin this is disgusting. Open. Disgusting. I didn't know. Uh, oh, it's not gonna be uh, not that bad. I'm gonna win for sure. Yeah, 155. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel? Oh, actually, trying to taste a little bit good. Imagine you just swallows it whole. Oh, <laughs> it's not bad. Oh, it's pretty good now. Okay, so Austin open. Jim's <laughs> stoic. Didn't even react. Jim's like, I like the pain. <laughs> <laughs> He's bleeding out of his ear. <laughs> oh, dude, how'd that thing go? What thing? Speaking of bleeding out of your ear. <laughs> how good. Oh, good. good. So basically, guys, for the thing, our videographer does these medical trials. Are you okay with sharing this? All right. Well, I mean, we already shared it now. So, so he edits, yeah. he, he edits it out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go say anything you want to yeah. say. So, uh, basically, like, uh, fucking get paid money, lab rat. Do lab rat shit. What was this drug thing that they had you testing? This is pretty good now. It's not a challenge at all. Um, it was. It's so easy. But sorry. Lou Gehrig's, right? Gehrig's, yeah, it was is it Gehrig? I think it's Lou Lou Gehrig's disease. You still having the Well, you got a Zin in there as well. You're mixing up mixing up. Okay, so yeah. What was it? What would they do? So trying all these different ways. Well, one thing And do you know you're never getting Lou Gehrig's disease. Maybe they Maybe they gave him Lou Gehrig's disease. And they're trying to take it away. So do they? Do you know what it was? Like, what is the, this medication? It's just a drug that helps with it. I don't. <laughs> but hold on, you could have been in the placebo group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't, you yeah. don't know. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, there's there's two types of medicines. And oh, yeah, ALS. You guys ever do that fucking ALS challenge? Ice I bucket challenge. Ice bucket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors, Massive Supplements and Violent Hippie. Use code SIMPLEMAN, all caps, for 15% off both of those companies. Massive Supplements, trademarked, smashing greens, smashing reds, very nutrient-dense foods. I personally use their creatine and BCAs during my workout and sometimes even before the workout. For Violent Hippie, they have soaps, USDA, CBD oils, t-shirts, rash guards, you name it, owned by... Former Navy SEAL Mitch Aguiar, you simple man, to get 15% off. 
Guys, Violent Hippie, massive supplements. Get the smashing greens, smashing reds, all the vitamins, nutrients you need to get that body that you want. Natty Rod style. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Nicky Rod. If you're looking to support the Simple Man Podcast and myself, please check out carnejerky.com. C-A-R-N-E-J-E-R-K-Y. What's up, y'all? It's Damian Anderson and Nikki Rod from the Simple Man Podcast. We're here to let you know that our merch is live. You know, you guys want some t-shirts, some fancy cups, support the Simple Man Podcast, and get our merch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we now have on our guest, Mr. James Smith. You're gay. I am the worst level of jiu-jitsu that anyone would ask for a self before at a tournament. Yeah, <laughs> man, I was sick, like, sick. I went inside this ADCC thing in Australia, and two people were like, "Oh, can we get a pick?" And someone looks, and I was like, "Don't worry, it's not from jujitsu. <laughs> it's not from jujitsu. It's yeah. not from skill." I mean, you're you getting better, right? Yeah, over yeah. the years, man, loving it. I feel like I'm still nowhere near the top, but I've moved up the pecking order, maybe a tiny bit. That B team, when I came nice. in before, I got didn't get beat. Well, yeah, I got beaten pretty bad by a lot of people. A little, what do you think? Less bad this time. It tastes great, honestly, really good. Feel your focus. Cognizant? Cognizant. Cognizant. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's like even yeah. in, um, you know, C-Bomb, the bodybuilder? Yeah. He's brought out a drink now. The next wave, I think, is going to be nootropics, things that help you concentrate Six. with caffeine. Mm-hmm. Because, like, uh, people, when they, like, sit down, work, study, or even jiu-jitsu, like, so you smash one of those before training, uh, some of the compounds in there help you like memory recall, stress-induced fatigue. Mm. Like some of the studies that we looked through when we were doing it was like um, nurses and doctors doing night shifts made less mistakes when they were supplementing some of the ingredients. Oh, really? So it's like went all bro science on it. And uh, yeah, we made that. This is fucking Dude, this sound. tastes fucking this good. Is, yeah, you can, yeah. You can, yeah, put, you can put, put it on the table. Yeah, this help. is fucking good. Uh, help yourself. Argon Holy argon. shit, what? So like, um, do you know Chris Williamson? Yeah, yeah. Super so famous like, um, guy, yeah. Uh, Modern Wisdom podcast here. Like uh, we went into business together and made these. So like, so really, yeah. Is there how many calories are in here? Uh, maybe there's because of the sweeteners. There's like maybe a couple, like, but they're not technical proper calories. Yeah, because there's no calories so, actually on this, huh? Yeah, but I think like if you were if you were to like take it to a lab, someone would be like, oh, technically with that sweetener, you've got to, you know, you've got to disclose that there's maybe one or two calories from someone else. Yeah, yeah. But You're, yeah. Uh, this uh, this packaging as well is, is very nice. Yeah, so like uh, we went classy. through like loads of designs and then AI generated the eye and like oh, yeah. we were like, oh, that's cool. Sick. Because you guys in America, you got a lot of shit on shelves. Like mm-hmm. you go to the shop to get like an energy drink, you got like 50 different yeah. ones to pick from. In the UK and in Australia, there's not many. So we're like, really? we need something to try and stick out in the US market. And even like- Eye-catching. Yeah, Chris uh, did a podcast last week with Jordan Peterson. And there's just one of our cans just in front of him chilling the whole time. Perfect. So people Sick. recognize the eye. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's very, it seems pretty iconic. I've definitely seen it. Iconic, him. does it? Iconic, yeah. Yeah. It feels iconic. Huh? I've, seen, I've seen it on Chris's podcast quite a few times. Mm-hmm. All right, now yeah. I, I'm out of the loop. Chris who? What's his name? Will- Willison? Will- uh, yeah, Williamson. Williamson. So Williamson. there's a podcast called Modern Wisdom. Okay. So like, uh, he's an English guy. And like, he won't mind me saying this, for like three years, no one listened to his podcast. Mm. But he just kept doing three episodes a week, three episodes a week. You can relate. People listen to us. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of people listen to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, um, oh, yeah. like three years ago, he got an online episode with Jordan Peterson. More people listened to that in one episode yeah. than the whole year combined. Oh, for wow. sure. Then he got Jordan, Jordan fucking Peterson. How the fuck did yeah. he get Jordan Peterson? Wait, do you know Do you know how he got Jordan Peterson? Um, I think he just kept pestering and kept asking. That's what we got to do. better and better. And then, um, then he got Jocko. Then he got David Goggins. Mm. But like, what? Got, and Huberman a few times as well. So like, but the thing he does How? now, 
He, uh, we pester him. He you just <laughs> keep bothering them and they'll do it? <laughs> but I, think, I, think, I think now really? he's like worked his downloads up to the point where like, people, oh, do you want to come on my podcast? Like, eh. You're like, hey, I get fucking 2 million downloads. Once you get to a certain level, people are more interested. In so it. It. Get a big yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if we just download our own podcast 2 over million over times, over, yeah. we can now get... We do it. We can do it. Make a million fake uh, email addresses. Yeah, yeah. He's and at then, the point now where he can uh, go to LA, rent like a warehouse, then spend $20,000 on production and filming, get like literally like director of cinematography, get the lighting all right. So even in the JP episode, there's like the sunset in the background on the back. It's all fake. Oh, it's yeah. like all studio, all like, there's like eight yeah. different dudes there setting up the set. Wow. And then he'll record it in like 6K. It's like a, uh, like the mad production. Not Holy guys, shit. I mean, this production is pretty good here. I, I mean, it this is six k. This is six. I yeah. didn't even know six k. I'd was say about thing. twenty thousand dollars went into this. I thought four uh, k. Twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Actually, no, no. About about like almost a million dollars went into this to, to this, this house. What, oh this yeah, house. House, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then that's where we are. Yeah, no. this is a cool crib. Yep. You can yep. tell, like in America, you guys got so much land. Yeah, yeah. So much yeah. space. Not at, like the closer you are to the city, less land you got. But I, I don't mind driving. You know, twenty five minutes. Real quick, where where are you from? So in the UK, there's like an area called Windsor. That's where the queen used to live. The king kind of lives oh, now. We've got a little castle. R.I.P. Little flag. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, then I moved to Australia when I was 27 in 2016. Man, like, pretty interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll be open. I did a ketamine trip at a festival in yeah. Croatia. Fuck. And it sounds crazy, but like, the most important decision of my life ever was to go to Oz, and it happened in that K trip. Why? Why? I tell you, I, literally, I was there at Martin Garrick's, like, jamming out to music, and then suddenly this, like, voice in my head was like, You need to go to Australia. <laughs> Mate, before then. It was this guy behind him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, The most important he's thing I'm getting at me. He's like, Go to Australia. Go to Australia. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like, I think there might have been something that, well, basically, there was an Aussie guy there with his wife. And um, I remember, like, I, I might have taken a key out. And I looked, and I was like, that's too big. I kind of looked at him, and he was like, you're safe. <laughs> he's like, you're he's safe kind of, with me. He's kind of looking at me like, I got you. You know, uh, so that could have been something to do with it. But anyway, yeah, so I had, a online, well, I had a PT business at the time, training people, like, eight sessions a day, whatever. Went to Australia, and that's when everything on my social media side booted off. Wow. So you figured it out? You figured out the social media aspect in Australia? Uh, I was kind of like rumbling along, similar to Chris's podcast. I've done years of like not growing much. First year, 800 subscribers or followers. Next year, 2,000. So then at four years, I got my 10K. And then that was halfway to a million. So it was really crazy that like, it took the same amount of time to get to 10K as it did for the next 990,000. So wow. what what would you say the main driving force of like from 10K to where you are now has been in terms of your like production of content or well, like whatever consistency is a big one because you get better all the time right jiu-jitsu guys the number one like an armbar at white belt is the same as black belt but it's the repetition and honing that skill over time that turns it into a black belt armbar that people can't get out that's one of Hodge Gracie's by the way he killed me if I didn't credit him so like it's the same with content production it's those little like tweaks the way you present it the way you talk like even like the jiu-jitsu landscape of content is getting better than someone like Jason Rao comes along and you're like, holy shit, this guy's doing shorter form, mm -hmm. literally like 20 seconds. And there, mm -hmm. he's cracked the code to making the most shareable reels ever where little gyms in Australia see him do something. They're like, what just happened? Let me send it to my boys. Yeah, uh, it get shared around and replayed. Yeah, yeah, then Instagram will go, whatever this guy's just posted has been sent to three of their homies each. So this is good content. Let's show it to other people that are interested mm -hmm. in jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. So like then, as you're doing it yourself, you start to see what other people are doing. Exact same as jujitsu, right? You see someone do some kind of entry, some kind of takedown, some kind of snap down that's a bit different. You then add it to your game and in three months time, it's now part of your game. So the content creation thing, you've got to be mindful of improving your own 
journey, but at the same time, look to what other people are doing because that is going to influence your game, even if it's not. And same thing with this stuff. Just yeah, just keep going because then over time, I mean, like Rogan's podcast sucked for the first few years. Like, but the the key ingredient was that he kept going. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like trying at the time. There wasn't much else like uh, to compete with. But yeah, it's like that consistency and then appreciating that when that one post does do a lot better than others, you can identify why or try and get a good understanding as to why and then double mm-hmm. down on that. Mm-hmm. You sell books as well. Yeah, so um, mainly you? because I had a following, right? So yeah. the publishers go, oh, this guy's got 300,000 followers. If 10% of them can buy a book, we can give him this advance and then it will pay back the money, whatever. So they're very calculated with it. So then I didn't actually want to write a book at first because I was selling a digital product online, which mm-hmm. the profitability is way higher. Mm-hmm. With digital products? Uh, yeah, I was doing online personal training, so we had an app. <clears throat> so that we have coaching costs on the app, but the second someone buys, they're already we're already profitable and we need to pay our coaches within our academy. And then, uh, yeah, they're pretty much paying for the infrastructure and everything else. But with the book, you're like, oh, the publisher's gonna take all the money. They're gonna then give you a, a piece of it. It works out probably like one to $2 a book, mm. which doesn't seem like a lot, but um, my manager, the big guy who was training today, he stops me and he goes, there's a lot of people online who think you're a fucking prick. And he goes, <laughs> They might see your book on the store shelves and look at it and go, there's that fucking prick and pick it up and open it on a page and they might go, oh, that's quite interesting actually. And he's like, the book, because on social media for so many years, I had to be like facetious, crass, like in your face. When Instagram went to, there was a point where you could only do 60 second videos. So unless you carousel it, I had to make my content a lot shorter. And all I did was come across like an asshole because I was like, oh, you fucking this, fucking that. And the book was a great opportunity for that. And then we implemented a touring model off the back of the book. So then we were like, okay, uh, so however many thousand people have bought the book, why don't you come to a live event? We do pictures, we do selfies, because let's be honest, right? Again, the jujitsu uh, model for seminars is the technique, sure, but it's actually just being in the same room and meeting your heroes. Like, it's a meet and greet. Yeah, and, and they get something from it. So that event model is not too dissimilar. It's like, hey, let's have a, fun, let's have a bit of fun, let's have a joke, a laugh. We do a selfie with everyone, have a few drinks after. So then I get paid to write the book, get paid to sell the book, and then get paid to run the events off the back of it. Then people that are coming bring a friend and then the friend are into the ecosystem and it kind of like builds on from there. And you, you kind of went on tour recently, right? Yeah, the show in Austin last night. Last night, 200 yeah. 200 people. There. What's the basis of your tour? So like a TED talk with fingering jokes. Mm. So like the first- In- With ingrin jokes? Fingering. Fingering, fingering jokes. Ah. So like- Angry jokes? So like uh, the last uh, book I wrote was like, I call it uh, How to Be Confident. And in essence, like people have got a really shit relationship with failure. Even like you got guys who are black belts, but they make two videos on social media, don't go viral and they quit. Mm-hmm. Because they like have a completely, they, they have the best approach to jiu-jitsu. If they lose a match, they come back bigger and stronger. But if they lose somewhere else in their life, they, they're fucked. So I did a book on this and then I was like, how can I bring some of these concepts to life? And even writing the book, I did a podcast with Hicks and Gracie and he was like, James, losing is not the same as being defeated straight in the book. And he, ooh, was like, ooh, he was like, he was like, if you lose at comp, you've lost, but if you never compete again, you've been defeated. He was like, being defeated is your choice. Losing is not. So like, I have all these like lessons, but I was like, if I just do this for an hour, it's a bit boring. So like, there's bits in there about like, wanking, turning up to dates when the chick's not hot, wondering if I was gay before I went to Dubai. Like all of these like little things that I can use to break up the boring, it's not boring, it's like entertaining. Like TED Talks have a lot of stuff on there you can learn from, 
But then you don't really want to sit there for 18 minutes. Like to some... keep people engaged with jokes every now and then. That's what we do here. It's just some stupid shit between a lot of... Lots of stupid shit. Lots of stupid shit and some serious stuff between the stupid shit. But that's shit, it. But and I think, I think yeah. that's the code where I don't think... If you go to... I went to Comedy Mothership the other day. Oh, it's nice. so funny. You have the best time. You yeah. laugh in a way. But then you're like... You kind of just listen to people just make you laugh. And then you kind of might want to go to like... I don't know. Ted might be in town and watch that. But then you get a bit bored. So we were like, how can we tread the line of both? Which is actually like, look at someone like Craig. Craig is funny and good at jiu-jitsu. Like that is why he's so popular. Great because, combo. You know, Gordon yeah. Ryan, very good at jiu-jitsu, but not that funny. So like, it's almost the elixir and the magical potion that can elevate your brand and your, your everything about you to that next level. You think it has to be comedy or it can be something else? It could be, you know, some people are just funny. Anyway, Dan has funny because he's, he's funny. He's he doesn't mean to just be. inherently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like some people laugh at him not because he's like doing stand up because he lives in a fucking rash guard. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. You, can be funny, funny. you can be funny in your own ways. Like even, mm. even Jay Rod is funny because he doesn't talk. Yeah. Like, he's just a killer. Yeah, he's yeah. just there with his little goatee. Yeah. And I look at him and I'm like, this guy's more dangerous when he doesn't talk. Yeah. So like everyone's got their own like idiosyncrasies that make him like kind of funny. Like, and I think a lot of people are worried to, show, to share that on socials. I so, see, I see. Mm. Yeah, we're finding, we're finding, our, finding our way. Yeah, so <clears throat> with your following, you know, 10K to uh, over, a million. You know, over a million, when you first started out, were you always kind of like that, that um, almost almost like obnoxious personality type of thing? Oh. Or you, <laughs> you start off like, like uh, uh, being super informative and then you realize, you know, you have to kind of capture their attention a little bit. So yeah, we started off, I tried to be like everyone else. Uh, like you just look at everyone that's come before you. Again, I'm going to use jiu-jitsu analogies because your audience like... Everyone tries to replicate the BJJ Fanatics model because it's all that's been before. Uh, and like, sometimes I look at it, I'm like, no one wants to watch Seven Hours of Turtle. Mm -hmm. You know, like, even if someone split the instructionals into belt levels and charged a half, or like if someone was to say, you know, here's a 30 minute mount escape video for women, you know, like, it's the same escapes, but you're dressing yeah. it up a little bit differently. So then mm -hmm. for me, I was pretty boring to a lot of stuff. And then I remember like, one day I was pissed off one of my clients, she'd bought something fucking stupid. and. Like I came into the PT room, set up my phone and I was like, just don't be a fucking bellend, don't do this, a waste of fucking time. And I just swore a lot more as if it was like me moaning about my clients and that video just did so much better. Hmm. I was like, huh. <laughs> I was like, maybe they don't want professional. Maybe, you know, like again, Craig puts gay on a rash guard and I was like, ho, oh. So <laughs> yeah. it's like a top selling fucking yep. thing. It definitely Unfortunately, is. Unfortunately, yeah. yep. How does that make you feel, Nicky Rod? Uh, I mean, I like the checks. Would you wear it? Would I wear it? I mean, I, I wear it to I wear it to take pictures and to sell, but um, you know, not my style. I, I've the Natty King one, but white yeah. is not very flattering. I've gained about fifteen kilograms. <laughs> Damn, white's my best color. Yeah, I, rash, rash I was color. looking. That's your favorite color. You I was looking at you today. No homo. Mm -hmm. Like you, you got these abs that are like sticking out. They're like angry abs. Yeah. I've got the same curvature, but mine's all fat. It's just one <laughs> big ab. Yeah, and I'm just looking yeah, at it like. I'll never be him. It's not a six pack, it's a keg, right? They say. Yeah, that's I got it. That's yep. what they say. I got that, that muscle. Yeah, it's about like just kind of looking at the market and like sometimes yeah. we try so hard not to be ourselves and we try and be what we think we think. should be. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our audience um, in both worlds actually just quite like real. Like, mm. um, do you know what? I said this to um, Jeremy Skinner yesterday. I was like, You're like, a bitch. <laughs> it's got the grip strength fucking like a baby you know Dude, like babies yeah chin -ups. yeah and then i said to him like it's so funny because it doesn't sound like a compliment at first but i get what you're saying <laughs> That's yeah. true. Got a baby grip i strength. said to him like 
I was talking to him about like social media and content stuff. And I was like, you need hooks every time you do content. And if he's about to explain something in a reel, I said to him, you should lie. You should say, a blue belt tapped me out with this submission. It's pretty embarrassing. Let me show you. And people just make like, up some crazy hook and then the they watch the rest this? of the video. Just yeah. make up the fucking hook. Or like, people are like, here's a back take this blue belt embarrassed me with. And people are getting, even though it's not true, mm-hmm. people want to save face though, right? They don't want to admit that maybe a blue belt had their back. That in social media, it doesn't matter. Because even if some black belt from fucking New Wave thinks you're a bitch, you just got 300,000 people watching your reel where you put a call to action in to look at your instruction or whatever. No one's like manipulating the game. Every PT's like, my client asked me, they didn't. They didn't. They're yeah, making shit up. Yeah, you guys asked me about Athletic Greens. No one asked. No one did. No one asked. No, no one, one wants asked. to know, but everyone who watched the video does want to know. Yes, you just need to so. make it up. So like, yeah. I feel like there's a sometimes a lack of creativity from hmm. that jiu-jitsu world because people, rather than being themselves, want to make sure that they're stoic, undefeated. Question now. What is, what is, the, um, what is the loop from, from social media to monetizing your following. Like what is, how does that, what does that look like? So this is exactly the discussion I had yesterday. I've spoke to Nikki about it before. Like uh, this is the biggest thing that Jiu Jitsu athletes mix. You can cut this out of the podcast after if you want. So oh, fuck. Um, Patreon. Imagine you have like a real good athlete that comes training and he's just diving over guards, going for Kimura's wrist locks, everything else. And you'd be like, hey bro, like try and establish a position first. So no one does that on social media. And you might put like an instructional or whatever it is, a call to action in your story. But the dude's walking from B team to his car. He doesn't want to sign a form. He doesn't want to do this. He's walking to his car. His finger is so trained to tap past your story. It's like the wrong time to try and uh, get him, especially if you're going to sell an instructional. He's like, I'm 50 meters from my car. I'm not going to buy a fucking instructional now. Hmm. Instead, similar to if you were to go out on 6th Street and try and get pussy, when you're in the dance floor, you don't. You could go up to girls and go, hey, do you want to fuck? And then one in a hundred might be like, yeah, sure. But instead, you'd be better spending the whole night getting numbers off girls. Because then... Diving Monday, kimuras or something. Yeah, <laughs> Monday you can come back and you can message them individually because even if that girl did want to go home with you, she's out with her friends. It's the wrong place, wrong time. Mm-hmm. So you can get her on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So in the jiu-jitsu world, the most important thing is to establish a position or to pass a guard or whatever. But on social media, the first thing is to take data from your audience. And especially in a world where you guys have peaks and troughs of engagement from what's happened at the weekend. You know, your match against Yuri, like, you know, whatever it is, fucking breaking Gordon's ankle. When your engagement goes up, you need to be milking as much data as you can. Hey guys, there's three techniques I didn't know last year on the toehold that I want to teach you. Give me your email address, I'll email you about it. Like you milk the game because then while the guy's walking into his car, mm. he's like, he stops. He's like, shit, I need to click this. Like I this need is, to click uh, yeah. this. Hmm. I'll give them my email address. I'll give them my phone number, whatever it is, cool. Now, when you've got their data, the next step is to use like email marketing, which mm-hmm. I spoke to Nikki about a couple of years ago. Yeah. Because when people email you, like the MA1 drops, I would love to know the statistics of rash cards that are sold through the email, not the socials. Because the everyone best- keeps saying email lists. Like this is the f- fifth time I've heard this from people. From like online sales. For, for, yeah, for I, I heard like, all email, email lists. Email, That's right? crazy. It's so really- on my email list at the moment, we trimmed some fat. We got 440,000. So like, that's like a cannon that you can fire to sell. So we uh, made half a million of these cans and we sold out our first stock in like a few months from our email lists. Chris Williamson's got a big email list as well. From the email list alone. Just the email list alone. There's some stuff that happens on socials, but Mm -hmm. say someone wakes up and they go about Mm -hmm. their day, there's a part of your day where you check your emails and it's not usually whilst you're on the mats waiting. You're at home in your computer ready to buy stuff. Or in the beginning of the day or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like um, people's emails are quite sacred to them. 
Amazon get you there, MA1 get you there, like all of these companies, if it's important, they'll get you via email. Yeah. Because you're in the mode to buy then. That's when you're paying your bills. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. you're like- It's not when off, you're driving or something. Where you just, that's where you're yeah. paying off your Amex. And then also some people need to be hit more than once. I've had people, oh, I've had your emails for 10 months. I've just bought your product. But then say something goes bad at training. Let's say you get like a dead leg and you come home infuriated. It's an email. Hey guys, just got a fucking dead leg. I made this mistake. Like, or even I said this to uh, Jeremy yesterday, I go, you should be like, hey, today was a shit day of training. I got dominated by wrestlers. Thank God I know 15 leg locks that I could use on all of them. You know, that would have been a really bad day at the office if I didn't tap the fuck out of all of them. If you want to know the 15 best leg locks to use against wrestlers, click here. You know, like you then get to curate a story, whether it's a good day, a bad day. Hey, you might've seen last night, I claimed Gordon Ryan's ankle. You know, like I've done this instructionals. It's been there. You haven't read the emails. Mm -hmm the people on the mats are gonna buy this instructional. Are you gonna know the way out or not? And then you can even say, if you don't buy today, I'll be here tomorrow, I'll be here next week. And they don't mind being sold to, they're being like tickled a little bit. So Tickle the date. I think that the, to answer your question, the monetization thing is about having a system and strategy. Whereas if it was pussy, you go dance floor, numbers, numbers, dates, dates, take them home, take them home, certain put, put out. And it might be 10 people for five numbers, for three numbers of real to then take two home to one to put out. And the so, ends up being a dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it sounds really reductive to uh, break it down into like sex, but that's the way people like it. If you try and jump steps or you try and go straight for the sub. You can end up with nothing. You guys are so methodical with your games, but they're not methodical with marketing. Whereas mm -hmm. Craig, I think is very silent about his systems. Because when the cat gets out the bag that like, oh, a lot of the like hype he builds on his story, a lot of the rash guards, a lot of this stuff, he wants people to send it to each other. He wants people to be talking about his- The jokes rock. get sent, shared around the most. Yeah, and think about the five top rash guards, you only need to buy one to be put into the system. And yeah, now you're you getting- You have your email, yeah. Same as BJJ Fanatics. The second you yeah. sign up, you have to give them an email. How do BJJ Fanatics let you know about the drops? They email you about it. Then you can email them with discounts. You can email them with whatever you want. Yeah. So like, um, I'm about to release like a business course where I teach PTs how to do this. And in it, we're like, okay, cool. Give us your um, email address and phone number. Now, when an instructional say $250, I don't know why BJJ Fanatics don't get a sales team and give them 10% commission on every phone call. Huh. Where they could call people and go, hey bro, how's training, how's everything? Uh, how are your triangles? How many have you hit in the last month? Probably, you know. We have XYZ DVDs if you want to buy them. Yeah, and, and hey bro, just telling you on the phone, if within seven days, this isn't the best triangle instruction you've ever seen them in, I'll refund you in Stripe. You know, there. that's, for, for you, that's $200 a phone call. And they mm. could take five, six, seven minutes where some people are out there charging that for an hour of their time teaching someone jujitsu. Like, I just feel like the sales and marketing side of things, like the, the amount of finesse that jujitsu practitioners will put into one position, but they're not into their marketing strategy. Too high in one stat. Yeah, no. it's a lot of brain power. I, uh, I like the way you approach um, like the fitness aspect of things, right? Because so many like uh, influencers and whatnot are all about like, um, oh, like get shredded, get fucking, get jacked. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you take the approach if you're like, if you could just get a little bit better, your life would change dramatically. Yeah, and like, isn't it fucked that uh, when you compete in jiu-jitsu, you want to be your best, right? Physiologically, psychologically, whatever. People that do physique competitions to get ripped on the day they compete or at their worst. Mm. They are psychologically run down, physiologically run down. Most dudes can't get a hard on unless they're on a load of tests. So like it's weird that this fitness world where we're supposed to be trying to get people to feel better, look better, all this, they're just trying to starve themselves. And mate, one comp, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go 87 kg. 
Got on the clenbuterol. Got shredded. Clenbuterol? No, what is it? Oh, clenbuterol? Yeah, so it's like an asthma drug that you take and it increases your metabolic rate. Gives you mad cramps, mad tremors, bit of anxiety. Like if you ever see someone's hands like lock up in training and they're probably on clen. Like it it just depletes you of electrolytes. But you get shredded from it or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it increases your metabolic rate quite significantly. But is it like a performance enhancing or is it just like look like aesthetic enhancing? So it's more so to be a fat burner. Or oh, to, to lose thing. weight, you do. Oh, okay, okay. So let's say you're like trying to get ready for a comp. Loads of people in the fitness space use this because it doesn't matter if they uh, get super run down. But in athlete, Canelo got done for it. So mm. you, could, you could just sit at home, not move, take it, and burn considerably more. Oh, wow. wow. It also puts you into this like slightly adrenal pathway. Derek from more place, more day, it's going to be like completely butchered this. So that mm. you prioritize uh, fat oxidation ra- rather okay. than burning substrate. So glenbuterol technically is protein sparing. So mm. whilst you're huh. super catabolic, it doesn't eat into muscle tissue. It just eats well. the fat for energy instead of the protein. So like I was losing energy. like <clears throat> maybe one, one and a bit kilograms a week. Like some of it was that's probably ins- that's glycogen, but it was aggressive. Holy shit. But I looked amazing for comp. What? I went into comp. First <laughs> match. What happened? <laughs> what competition uh, for jiu-jitsu uh, or, or yeah, body? No, for jiu-jitsu. Oh, wow. Straight wow. after you the pandemic. You must have performed horribly. Man, I, I was in gi, and I did like a nice takedown in gi, and I should have just ended up in his closed guard, but I was like, no, nah, I'm passing. I went to pass. As I get around, he sweeps me. I panic. And like, literally, it was just mayhem from that point on. And then, <laughs> Your whole body I don't think I've ever redlined. No. You know when you're like, I was like, I was there at that moment. I was like, I'm fucked. It's one move on you. Yeah, yeah, I was like, at this point, oh, no. I was like, the Glenn. I was like, just tap me out so I can get off the mat. No, I was like, yeah, wow. you were, fuck. Made you the, were I, defeated. The demons of this one were bad. Oh, and like, I, I've never felt so like exhausted, but I'd like, I'd obviously not been uh, eating enough, like all of this For shit. sure, yeah. So then I have yeah. the same guy five hours later. And my teammates are like, just don't try so hard. And I'm like, what year was like double elimination or something? That was Gi. Maybe oh, now no Gi. No Gi right. later. So I was like, I'll oh. get him this time. And like, yeah, my teammates are like, <laughs> shit. It's like a, a panicking goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they freeze up, man. You know, like, you know, like just when, with not maybe for you guys, but for me, I've been pandemic. I hadn't competed in like two years. So I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. Second match, he just arm drags me, takes my back, chokes me out straight away. Fuck. And I was like, Fuck. This is the worst day of my life. I felt, I felt like shit. Also, once I weighed in, I went and had food and I ate way too much because I've been dieting. Uh. All for this 87 category where I thought people would be weak paws of piss. What do you walk around uh. at? At the moment, like happy 92, 93. At the moment, like 96, what 97. Di- I was 87. So I was only 10 kilograms under oh, damn, what okay. I usually walk around. But I thought it'd be sick. I thought I'd be up against skinny dudes. Yeah, all, it's the day, day of weigh-in or day before? Yeah, it was morning. Morning of uh, Then I go through to a third place match and I tap to BO. This guy's body odor. Oh, you tapped to BO. He went more south on me and didn't shake his hand. I ran to the toilet, swashed my face. I thought I was going to be That was the worst day of my jiu-jitsu life ever. I shared a car with everyone that won their weight divisions. They were like McDonald's. Oh, mate, that was amazing. I was depressed for a bit, like a week. Pulled myself together, never cut weight again. And now, yeah. like, turning up, even going, like, under 99, so even if I'm 96, it's not, like, a massive deal. Yeah. Just not having to care. I've got enough to worry about on the day I compete. One, I'm not that good at jiu-jitsu. The, Two, I don't have to... It's not your main thing. Like, don't... Yeah, yeah just it's like enjoy so, like, it as um, much as you can. And I actually feel like... A lot of dudes don't say this, but when they're carrying just a little bit more timber than usual, they often feel great. They feel better insulated. Yeah. They yeah. take hits better. Mm-hmm. Like, um, getting shredded for, like, sport performance 
it's like unless it's, it's purely aesthetic it's not the right thing to do yeah it's counterintuitive yeah. a lot of the time so like yeah. people just need to find a happy medium yeah. and some dudes just run a higher body fat percentage me i'm a bit of a glass like nikki rod runs a little higher kind of, you know yeah i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not like shredded shredded but i i got i got abs you know what i mean <laughs> um i guess oh, i could i could get leaner for competition but i really just uh i try to i know where i like to compete at like body weight wise and I just kind of stay around there and and uh it's going well and for MMA that's why I didn't that's why I, I um I didn't cut weight for my first two fights mm-hmm. uh it's because like there's I'm already going to this new sport uh it's like why would I add the additional stress yeah. of cutting the weight it's like let me focus on all these new skills that I'm that I've been practicing versus this weight cut it's like it so that's why I didn't I didn't uh, cut that much weight you're over 99 Yes, sir. I'm I'm over 99, but I can make like 205 if I if I wanted to. You had to. So it's an interesting uh, ADCC bracket for that weight division. We got a guy in Australia called Josh Saunders. Saunders, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Saunders. He won trials, right? Yeah, and yeah. mate. So uh, when I compete in the absolute, but if he's in the bracket, I'm like, well, he's already won. So like, you know, it's it's a difficult place. Well, obviously, you got Declan Moody as well. Who's yeah, yeah. Uh, is he under 99? I think under, minus 99. Under, yeah. Yeah, minus yeah, 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 yeah. But um, he had Felipe Pena in his first match. But like Australia, we're a bit far removed from everyone. We're like kind of out Saunders there. had Pena his first match. Yes, yes, yeah, and he yes. lost that one. How'd that go? Yeah, got think, swept. Yeah, I think yeah, lost. Oh, lost by a sweep. Mm-hmm. But like, um, he he's a big boy. I think he's like one fifteen, one nineteen kg. Yeah, which is like two two hundred fifty, yeah. two hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, like and like, there's not many people big really giving him a run for his money. It's been a few, but like, um, yeah, I can't wait for this next ADCC. That weight division looks spicy. Oh, heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I like it spicy. Yeah, I like I like knowing that even at my fattest, I'll never end up in that division. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's gonna be good. ADCC will be. Are you gonna be there? Uh, maybe. August yeah. T-Mobile Arena. You know, me and insane. me and some of my teammates at home, we've been talking about you, Nicky Rock. Oh yeah. You know, in the Matrix, oh, where they're like, he's the one. Oh, we've been. Thinking, that's what we say. You're the chosen one. I am. He just has to believe, yeah. and and he's beginning to believe. I now. said this in training when you were teaching your drills earlier. I looked at I looked at my manager. I go, he believes. <laughs> he believes. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah, everyone knows knows about it. It's gonna be interesting. Yep, to it will be fun. Did you see my bet, my bet match call out. Yeah, is he is he gonna? Do he it? said he said no. I'm not Wait, guys, no. real quick. This is the first podcast since your since oh, yeah. the match. Let's talk yeah. about the match. You just fought. Uh, Yuri Samoas, come on. Yep, Nikki Rod versus uh, Yuri Samoas, multiple three-time ADCC world champion, the reigning ADCC absolute champion, and who did he beat in the finals? Uh, Marigali. Marigali. Marigali beat yeah. Marigali in the Scor- finals. Scored okay. on him and whatnot. How many points did you score on Yuri if that were scored? It was ADCC it normally. Be. Probably over a hundred thousand, <laughs> at <Okay>. least. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, uh, <laughs> I pa- I mean I think I passed guard like three three or four times uh and then like the take the two takedowns and whatnot so uh probably damn near eight points like i, I won nice. i won by five but the whole first 10 minutes was unscored. No, no points exactly yeah no points in regulation it was so funny after the uh after the match you know he, he does a, a call out bet and stuff like that but <clears throat> in the back for the oh, you were out there i was yeah. out there i was out in vegas with him yeah yeah me and J-Rod right there giving the fucking best corner advice you could possibly give. Not hearing a thing. And then, uh, <laughs> no, did you, did you hear us or no? I heard you. Like, no, oh, we hey, giving... try some high stepping. Uh, high stepping yeah, pass right away. High step, a little bit, a little bit. But anyways. Uh, it, was in the, it was in the apex? Apex, yeah. So yeah. it's fucking quiet. We're right yeah. there, yeah. whatever. And like, I already know, we already know how Nicky Rod likes corners. Like, don't say much. No, you can't say too much against yeah. with this guy. But they're like, how did you feel in the match? And he's like, yeah, you know, 
Uh, Nicky Rod and myself went to battle, got it done. <laughs> it's <laughs> another guy that competes. He's I don't like, know. we got it done. <laughs> like, there's two what of you. Right? I, I feel like it's good. Two of you. What there if there is, is actually, actually no? In all honesty, I think that's how you have to be. You have to be able a to flip. Schizo? Flip. A, yeah, I think so. I think. Right. I think if you cannot be the person that goes out into competition all the time, it's just no. It's all. It's, t- it's yeah. You got to turn it on and turn yeah. it off. Exactly. Yeah. Like when I compete, I want. I want to hurt my opponent bad. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm not, I'm just chilling, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was a calm call out as well. You know, some people a bit the adrenaline's running a bit too high from the match. Yeah. They get the mic and they just kind of fumble it. Yeah. It was calm. It was smooth. You're like, hey. yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, smooth. That was yeah. good, mate. Yeah. Come, come yeah so then you challenged Gordon Ryan 50k bet match. Yeah. 50k bet match. He uh, he turned down. I'm surprised he. Tur- I really thought that was gonna I, be. I would have bet more. Um, I would have bet maybe a hundred if I. I, I think. Um, I'm not surprised that he didn't fucking accept it. Really? I thought it was maybe. Gonna... I mean, it's a it's a good. I think he probably thought about it a bit more, but it's like okay, he beat. It's like what the risk versus reward isn't there. The it reward, is risky. The, 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 he he beat me when I was not that good. Yes, yes, you exactly. I mean? But but now he's like, I got it. I can sail off into the sunset and like pretty much like run until he's forced to actually is he you guys think he does the division and the super fight again probably i have no idea who would the super fight be with uh yuri okay wow right wow so yeah i don't think that's why i thought he would take it after that i thought nope i don't even think he's doing it you don't think he's doing what the the division i think he's just gonna fight absolute and then i think he's i think when he competes he's uh extremely confident and uh I, i bet he competes and um I'll see him there, and if not, I think he competes. If yeah, not, I'll catch, I'll catch him in the. Yeah, I think he does, and if not, I'll catch him in the ADCC absolute the, the year after. Yeah, there you go. Um, and Should we just dojo storm them tomorrow. Yeah, let's I just I got that address. Let's just dojo storm them. Let's dojo just storm. turn yeah. up. Roka. Is it yeah. Roka? I don't know where. It's, oh, you know where it's Roka. You know yeah. where Roka. You guys is? first. Oh, yeah. I'm the smart. Yeah, I'll leg you up outside in the car park. Yeah, get him. Let's go. I'll come in after. Here, have a have a drink. Stay focused. Yeah, I did. It's pretty good. You guys just got back. Uh, what, like Monday? Right? I got back. Uh, yeah, last last night. I was, I was in California doing some uh, some podcasts. Actually, I did okay. the number Not one some podcast. Some fucking motocross shit. Which Let's be the, honest. That was, that was the podcast. Yeah, I did. So I did the number one podcast. Why? Mo- Wait, why are you shaking your head? Listen, two I, wheels on the ground at all times. What you? What? You, I don't know if you know this, but I'm an athlete. Is J Rod an athlete? All. J J Rod? I, I have more experience riding than than J Rod does. I've studied it. We and care it, about you. Just be careful. Yeah, thank you. Be careful. Anyway, this is out of love. All right. It, it is. It yeah. is. Anyway, so I did the number one. I did the number the one. Uh, can I talk now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> thank you. I did the number one motocross podcast in the world, which is uh, Gypsy Tales podcast, and. Uh, so they take me they take me riding to Glen Helen motocross track, which is like a super famous uh, motocross track in California. Do a little bit of riding, podcast after, and had a blast. I made it back safely. Right, okay. I fell a couple times. You did fall back. light lightly, lightly, just like fall over. You Do know? you guys know about uh, Callum von Moga? Yeah. No, nah, what's so that, bro? This guy. Oh, say that know. again. What's his name? Callum von Moga. We went a bit one wild. Of the yeah. Best physiques ever. Like he was. They called him Arnold 2.0. Yeah. And he would train with Arnold. And like this guy, as far as physique, like he, he dreamy guy. Sexy dude, huh? And he was fucking around. Hot lad. Doing a double bicep curl with a barbell with another bodybuilder and tore his bicep. Oh, for yeah. sure. So like everyone was kind of like, 
why would someone in such a position do something so stupid? And looking at it, it didn't look stupid, but he obviously tore his bicep. Wait, wait, what was stupid about it? The fact that he was doing bicep curls? He, did, uh, well. he, he had two guys on a Single barbell, barbell. Oh. side by side. They were like sitting? He was fuck. Cur- no, no, stand wait, 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 wait. And it was there? maybe maybe 100, 140 kg, maybe two or three plates aside. Yeah. But because they're going in like oh. synchronicity and doing it together for the gram, because it was just for a reel. It was just to get something cool. Uh, yeah, as he comes down, like even that barbell, forcing the wrist in supination, whatever it is, he's like, oh, kind of like hurt his uh, arm, whatever. And suddenly you're like, it's okay. He's torn his bicep. But for a bodybuilder, that's like an important thing. This is why where they see you on the bike, they're like one little freak accident. But this was the, yeah. the beginning of it, right? So we did that. And he took a bit of time out and he came back to Australia. And for some reason, he decided to go like uh, uh, abseiling off a cliff. And he slips. He did what? What off a cliff? Like uh, when you uh, like tie yourself on a rope and like walk backwards down like uh, the edge of a cliff. Oh, wow. oh, like like yeah, like abs- we call it abseiling. Abseiling. Maybe that's an English term. Or like like fucking going down a rope. Be- down. Be- be- down. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So like yeah, and you like feed. The it's rope. like you like yeah. jump. You're like shoom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoom, or you like SWAT like, team. Basically. Dislocates his knee and tears his quadricep like clean. Oh, and it's all on video and everything. And from then. The most promising Ugh. bodybuilder ever just spirals into like fell down. depression. His dog died. His missus left him. Um, Whoa. Wow. The dog choked on a potato chip he left in a bag on the side. In his a potato room. chip? Yeah. Well, that man has some bad karma. But like, that's. He's had real bad time. I think he threw himself out of like a second story window and broke his back. Like, Brother. Like, all from this tear on the bicep. All right. So, I don't so believe that careful. now. Well, I believe it. I believe it. Yes, that it happened. Wait, what don't you believe? The he's man. lying no 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 <laughs> he, mu- right, he must have had soft. some he must have yeah. had some oh mental. he's a pussy i think he had some mental uh demons issues. yeah there's some Maybe issues something, like something. there's something else i ain't yeah. killing myself but i remember okay. i remember watching the descend and it didn't look like it that should have injured him but it fucking wrecked his leg because that's all it takes right and like when when being an athlete is everything yeah like that's why like sometimes yeah. in training i see it at b team i like it where sometimes you see the excited people and you're like nah like, come on, bro. Like, this is people's livelihoods. Like, uh, even uh, somebody yesterday, they're like, are you being nice? I was like, of course I'm being nice. You're a fucking full-time athlete. I was like, I don't even want to slip up near you. You know, like, and some people don't realize that you're just one slip or one, what's the scissor take? Like, major design, life. Like, yeah. We, yeah, walk, we, walk, that, we yeah. walk that line a lot. Like, uh, you know, where a lot of people train and they get injured all the time. It's like, we, we are so accustomed to being, um, to being like, uh, close to injury, I guess, but you know we're so sophisticated in what we do that it it just doesn't happen. I like that you don't film anymore. I actually asked yesterday. I was like, oh, can I come do like a little video? I was like, oh, I'm in town. My videographer left today, and, and they said no. And I was like, actually, I kind of didn't even want to get a camera out near people because at B team, yeah, like you have the signs now. A lot more yeah. signs since I last came. So we, we would let you, you film. film. Yeah, yeah you, you, you can. Def- it's you can different film. for you. But, it's then, not, yeah, yeah. but then someone comes in. They see the camera. They go, <laughs> oh, I'm in the background of this shot. They're like, let me, this is my time to shine. They start like, they're like, this is my time. I'm going viral. I'm going to make it on Craig's Instagram. (laughs) And then they fucking do something dangerous and someone's hurt or whatever. Like, I actually quite like that because I've seen it in training in other places. Someone starts filming, people start going, start mouth breathing. Oh, brother. (laughs) Yeah. When when we were in Vegas, I did a lot of training um, at Syndicate and, uh, you know, training with some some, uh, guys. Aljo. Training with Aljo, uh, training with Marab, training with. not a lot of training with Raul. We did like a, a, a grappling round with whatever position we had with there. Who? Uh, no, Raul Rosas. Rosas, okay. Fuck oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I know who what? I'm talking about. Broken Nose guy? No, Ten Planet, uh, young, the youngest. Young oh, dude, young dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, That's not but, nice. but uh, my coach wanted to see the sparring rounds, and I just, I was like, I'm not fucking taking that because. Uh, at the gym here, I take yeah, out my yeah. tripod. I put up a fucking camera. I watch all my sparring rounds here. You're not gonna set that. I was like, I ain't doing that here. And Marab <laughs> when I'm about to fight, like, hold on, Marab, just I'm like, this. I'm like, yeah. Let, maybe let me get some uh, rapport with them first. But um, yeah, yeah, I didn't 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 feel comfortable with that. There's a science to the room. Have you seen it? You must know it, right? Where you have a hierarchy in the gym from left to right. The oh, killers yeah. are on the left. Everyone else on the right. And even like, it's quite, it's quite endearing in some ways that people come and they travel and they're kind of down there. And even me, I like tiptoe to halfway. I'm like, if no one calls me for a role, I'm going back to where I came from. <laughs> but like, I never weird. thought about it from that perspective. Like yeah, you have, there's like an invisible uh, system where like you've got some dudes like sitting on the map and like you're doing technique and you're like, oh, they must be good. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're not doing technique. they're not they're, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck they must be good <laughs> they, you're like fuck I hope I don't fuck up this move <laughs> yeah. but no, it's, um, you cramp up again <laughs> <laughs> oh no not the clumpy roll yeah. <laughs> just trying to lose weight well you Sorry. know I, I like um, I'm oblivious to some of that shit I think sometimes I am too yeah I have, I we have a sign it. on the mat that says the pro section, <laughs> pro training only. We have people that don't listen to that shit. Come yeah, on, yeah, that may yeah. be not there as well. You know, that might as well not be. Might there. as well not be there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> that yeah. may not be there. That may not be yeah. there. Might as well. Anyway, but um, yeah. So what brings you to town? It was that tour. Yeah. So at yeah. the event, we did um Dubai, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Chicago, Fucking New York, Dubai. Toronto, Austin. Yeah. So like, uh, Dubai. is that where you thought you were gay? Uh, <laughs> Different, so like, different times. That's what you said earlier, right? <laughs> so I had this. He this, went back to be sure. I'll tell you, yeah. I'll I'll tell you <laughs> just to double check. I'll tell you the story. I try a lot to make sure, but I'm so not. So like, yeah. uh, for me to get a visa to work here is so much different <laughs> to getting a visa to come. If we want to get an Esther, it takes five minutes. Yeah. To get a visa, it took five months, and then they had to take my passport. So I nearly missed the whole tour because the US wouldn't give wow. me my passport back. Wow. But I got like an O one, which is like one of the top ones you can get. I'm okay. trying to get that one now. Yeah. So yeah. like, uh, it's fucking difficult. And how they, long did that take you? Five months, oh, two attempts. Fuck. They rejected my first one. Oh, wow. And then they um, they were like, okay, so you want to come here and do a talk? Send us the slides of every talk you've ever done. I was like, whoa, someone's going through that. It was easier to get residency in Australia. And even then they didn't need my passport. Damn. So I was worried I was going to miss the tour. Then uh, I reversed over some flipping rock in my car. So I was worried my car was going to break down. Then the week before I left, I swear one of my nuts was bigger than the other, right? So, but it was fine. But anyway, you know, like sometimes you're just fiddling with your nuts and you're like, oh, what's going on here? And then you think, I'm going to die. You're like, then. It, testicular cancer. Yeah, it turns it's out. It's over. I Googled the average age, 33. Brilliant. I'm 34. I was like, literally in this triad wow. of anxiety. And then I was like, <laughs> You're like, and my nuts are weird. This is not good. But then when I was at the <laughs> doctor's, I actually went to go get a scan. I was like, maybe I've got blue balls. And then I go into this bit in my show about no one tells you what it's like when you move in with your girlfriend. When you move in, you just have a lot less sex. And when you have a dog as well, you should know this, right? My dog just always knows when I'm horny. So he always comes in. Whenever I'm like, oh, like, no. <laughs> That's why he's always with me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he's you come, you come back from a lunchtime jiu-jitsu class and you're like, look, I've got a window between now and 4 p.m. After 4 p.m., I'm kind of tired. So then <laughs> not, I yeah. joke in the talk going, maybe I'm getting older, maybe it's my testosterone, or I was like, maybe I'm gay. And I go through this bit like, every guy in the mirror, like one time in their life, looks themselves and go, are you gay? And then you go, no. And then you go, a bit defensive. Like, you know? <laughs> and then Man. you're like, okay, let's try again. You should have like, heard the last podcast. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. you're like, am I gay? The last like, no. Uh, the billion dollar question. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. all right. Would you suck dick for a uh, billion dollars? Is it filmed? 
<laughs> is we, it filmed? Everyone knows. No, I don't. I don't. You'd have to live with that. You need a lot but of But a therapy. billion with a B. A B. Yeah, but then. Damien's like, you would do it, right? Because I guess. Right, right. Would, yeah. <laughs> you tell me a billion dollars, you ain't doing it. Five seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> he's well, he's got to think. He's got to think. I'll find a friend. When you when you right, this is a little tangent, when you become a billionaire, right, so much of shit's the same. So you get a mansion here, same traffic, same iPhone, same helicopter. Helicopters yeah. 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 But then even yeah. then you'll get bored of that after a while. You know, like two every, helicopters. <laughs> so like probably not, because that would be gay. But anyway, in the show as well, I say it's illegal to be gay in Dubai. Yeah. Right. So oh. when I'm in Dubai, I, you're like, you're probably wondering out. Well, I was worried if I was gay. I was like, well, here, I'd go to jail. The crowd didn't, <laughs> I find didn't go to funny. jail, so I was, yeah. must not be gay. They, yeah. they laughed at everything else, and the crowd there was like a tumbleweed. I was like, That's wow, so they funny. don't, they won't laugh at gay jokes out there. Yeah, because it's illegal. So there's like a guy like waiting. He's like, who's laughing? And like, <laughs> they must, you gay. must be gay. Yeah, you must be gay. <laughs> so, guy, like, so I joke. Everyone's like, so I joke about the fact that I was at home wanking to try and prove to myself I wasn't gay. Uh, and that I was looking at the porn and I couldn't stop looking at the dick. And yeah, I, so mate, this, this goes on for the first quarter of an hour of my show. Yeah. I haven't even spoken about the book and I'm just talking and I go, yeah, spending one and a half minutes trying to prove to yourself you're not gay, having a wank is pretty gay. Yeah, yeah, so, that's yeah. pretty funny. Are you coming every day? Probably not every day, no. No? No, no, sometimes, no. But over 30 now, over 30. It's yeah. different. Over 30 Under, times a day? No, no, no. I'm I saying, know, oh, I know. Oh, okay. Start slowing down a bit. Can't, That's right. No. Can't wait to go on TRT. What? Tell us about wait. that. You could tell us about that. So know. like, um, I think, right, for jiu-jitsu, it's the most difficult sport in the world to balance weight training, jiu-jitsu, and everyday life. Mm -hmm. And I actually, after probably 34, 35, unless you've got like incredible genetics, your body's just going to give up at some point. Mm. So mm. even though it's a bit of a cop-out, I would like to go test assisted once I've had kids. Test assisted. Oh yeah, yeah. That's kids what they call it now. Test optimized. I've already yeah. worked the PR. Yeah. 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 <laughs> test it assisted. used to be called juice the fuck up. Steroids. Test assisted. That sounds great. Because yeah. even, even at 34. T assistation. How old are you boys? Uh, 26 here. 27. 29. Yeah, young whippersnappers, right? Even at 34. I'm, yeah, I'm, if I I'm give young. everything I can to my training. <laughs> it's hard to come home and be the man of the house. You know, I'm like, I'm already starting to feel that slowdown a little bit. Oh, and, yeah. um, you don't I think just, that's I just fake like it. mental? Oh yeah, massively. massively. I got my blood done. I was hoping my test was lower. Came back <laughs> at like 450. I was like, what? Uh, 450. Like, uh, but like, um, no, I think that- Was your, you had blood work done before. Like, was your test higher when you were like 25 or so? I didn't, never had it done when I was younger. Oh, yeah. But I was kind of, I was just tired, man. You know, like, Sometimes I do a comp class, then an open mat, and then I wonder why I'm wrecked for three days. And rather than going, you did three hours of sparring, I'm like, I've got yeah. no test. Do you sleep good? Yeah, love sleep. Yeah, yeah good sleep every night. But to yeah. be fair, I'm actually fine. I just get tired because I love training. And like yeah. in a real, in a great world, because like you guys know the position so well and you're at a young age, because I'm 34. Yeah. Like, I feel like at 30, 34, 35 for me, I will be um, nearing my best. Because at 30, you'll be, 30, you'll be like one yeah. second degree black belts by then, right? You'll know everything. Yeah. I only started at 28. So like yeah, part of me is like, see. I gotta That's get it super done. super late, yeah. I gotta, get, I gotta get everything in there while I still So I can. felt at 19. I'm like, I'm, I'm late, so I have to rush and fucking. Also, yeah. like what you were saying with like knowing the position, you're probably also exerting yourself a little bit more than yeah. like other guys would in certain positions just because of like, the, the knowledge right now. Yeah, so the more like, te technically advanced you get, the less effort you need. 100%. Timing yeah, yeah. and shit like so that. So it's like, it's getting easier, but then I always think like, I'm already planning ahead. At 44, I'm gonna need a bit of test. 
45. Nothing yeah, crazy. More than likely. Slightly super physiological dose. But the annoying thing is, <laughs> right, in my industry, the earlier I do it, the quicker my business would be rewarded by it. Because oh, dudes on YouTube, yeah. like, when I, when people are, oh, your legs are pretty small, I'm like, I spar six hours a week. I'm like, I don't have time to squat four times a week. <clears throat> I can't. Like, it's only so much yeah, have you seen John Jones' legs? He could kick you in half. Yeah. Skinny legs, bro. This is me making up excuses a bit. I've missed the weights quite a bit recently. But the yeah. jiu-jitsu thing, it's hard to balance both. Yeah. And like... um. Uh, and for instance, this is the the main sport in the world that's openly test assisted. We should copyright that. Yeah, like, uh, dude. Illegal. No, it's I'm, actually not. You know, IBJJF World. It is illegal to do it. You get banned. Yeah, but yeah. they're that's they the do. only that's okay. the world, hobby, world championship. As far as hobbyists, right? Let's imagine. Yeah. Okay, fair. Probably the top bobsleigh team are probably on a bit of test, right? Even okay. at the top level. But if you're like a Sunday League bobsleigh team in somewhere, then you're not on test. Like jujitsu, I think. From blue belts, purple belts, like even six years away from black belt, a lot of people are still on a bit of the team. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is very weird. That like just even the hobbyists is a high percentage of hobbyists that do steroids in jujitsu. Especially the older guys, especially the late bloomers, the yeah. late starters. Because probably because it's a kind of sport you could do into your later years. So they're like exactly oh, I because I could never play rugby. Yeah. I started playing rugby before. Or like wrestling. It's it's so close to just you don't see old guys wrestling hard you see old guys old guys doing jiu-jitsu hard but it's like and like what's gonna what what would be worse for my health like falling out of love with training or not being able to keep up or getting an injury or a little bit of test and like i think that i'll probably open my own trt clinic soon but like uh, <laughs> jiu-jitsu yeah. no, i'll make it like test for jiu-jitsu athletes yeah <laughs> trademark like, test assisted that's a test that's assisted. amazing yeah but like even from an environmental standpoint we're fucked like uh men's testosterone is declining every year on year from whether or not it's obesity phthalates water like contaminants like men Soy. are it's some, an average Soy? dude in the 80s had so much more tests than we did you think why so you think, like, what, why, like, like why 900 thousand what do you think they're so much cooler 900 thousand what 900 or a thousand like, le like level of like tests. the level of tests oh no no i think it's just i think it's declining uh we get one percent a year from age after uh. the age of 30 but then at the moment we're seeing i think it's between like four percent a year just the average the bang average levels of tests are dropping wow mm. year on year so yeah. like maybe it's smartphone usage, maybe it's sleep deprivation, maybe it's TikTok. You know, TikTok causes people to use their phones more. Causes them it's to be China, yeah. less China. less it's physical. I, I think on more plates, more dates. They said my test was like uh, eight ten or something like that, which yeah. is not so, bad. But I think it's very different though, because like we do physical shit all the time. You know what? I I had my test uh, testosterone uh, checked one time. It was like seven ten, and then before more plates, more dates, I came that morning and it was a hundred <laughs> things higher. I'm just saying. <laughs> That no fap thing, like, but then if you hadn't had a wank, you would have said it was something else. You would have gone, oh, it's because I wore an eye mask when I slept the mm. night before. You know, they'd like... Could you could attribute it to whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. oh, I was wearing my yeah. lucky socks. Wait, you so know. you're nutting three times a day, every day. I'm nutting at least well, once a day. At least one, once or at twice once. nowadays. Three is... And um, what uh, do you think about tapping Gordon or like... Huh? What? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I could come no-handed like that. <laughs> that. Uh, See, this, just, is, this is the 800. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm down at 450. Yeah. Know? But um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Like mm -hmm. normally dudes, I think even got their blood done. I think a lot of guys in their thirties now getting blood done just to hope that they've got low test, which is pretty bad because you're hoping you have a, an ailment of hypogonadism so you can go get a script from your doctor. Yeah. But here it's like America, it's a lot easier. 
You go to any in test America, point. you definitely don't even need low tests. You just fucking say, I'm yeah. tired. No matter just what your test is, they're like, sure. you can always do better. Because you know there's like a genetic lottery with something like height. And you're pretty fucked with that. You can go turkey and get your knees done. Or they break oh, the well, they break that shit. I saw that. Wait, wait, wait. Bro, wait. Oh, people bro. get their oh, femurs. For for, yeah, yeah, people yeah, get yeah, their yeah. femurs broken and extended. Where do they do this exactly? So, <laughs> I, just so I can avoid yeah. going there because that's crazy. Imagine your, your build just six foot tall. Yeah. So like, <laughs> all femur. All femur. <laughs> yeah, they put some out like a biomechanic whack. But like everything so far in life has been like a genetic lottery. But test is so easy to manipulate. To mm. change, yeah. You can't make yourself taller. You like, in some respects, can't make yourself better looking or whatever. And like up until 10 years ago, you either had the the physique to be a Greek God or like this guy, if we were a thousand years ago, we'd send them out in the front of the army. You know, you know, mm. Thor, uh, when they like send the big dudes out to fight each other. Yeah, yeah, ogres. Yeah, you'd send Nicky Rod out. For sure, for Go sure. Get it, bring it home. I do it happily. Yeah. <laughs> He's there with a times. hammer, like a, a, like a mallet. <laughs> Dude, I've been, I was watching, I've been watching Vikings. Vikings. Oh yeah, Ooh, great fire. show. That's good. Really gives you perspective how, uh, how good we got it now. Where you came from. Where you came from, right? Yeah. I think about this all the time. Sometimes, like, this sounds really bad to say. I look at someone and they just are annoying. They're just annoying. And I'm not going to be violent or rude towards them. I'll be very polite. But I just think if it's a thousand years ago, uh, I probably would have fought you for your shoes. For your shoes. Right? For your shoes. Yeah. And I wouldn't even wear them. I'd just walk another just mile and them. chuck them in a the bush. Yeah. And, like, but now in modern society, we have to suppress that. And go to training. We have to ask them for their shoes. <laughs> We're, we are no longer monkeys. We are civilized. Mm. You know? Mm. Make a transition. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Just the conversation. A while he's jumping from stuff. Yeah. Blanking three times a day. Civilization. Yeah. Getting on that test. I honestly, I have, I just have an opinion that if you, uh, if you come a lot, like that's a good way to boost your testosterone. Because if your balls, are, <laughs> if your balls are always empty, your body's like, holy shit, like I, we need, I need more. more. This guy's an animal. Put it going. He's a scientist. He's a scientist. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I scientize shit. Scientize. Yeah. You do a lot of your own research. I mean, yeah. I'm the experiment. You just bought a book, I did a new I, book, oh, not yeah. War anymore. It's a uh, Peace, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan uh, Belfort. Yeah. What's what's the book name? I just know it's Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I just, bought, I just bought a book. I'm trying to figure out how to sell shit. I got this jerky company, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 trying to figure out how to be a businessman. Email lists. Yeah, that's yeah, all you need. Everyone this. keeps saying it. Email the reason, lists. The reason people will buy this because they like you. Cause they like me, yeah. But I, I want to get past that to where um, they don't even know they don't you. need to know me. It's just, it's just a phenomenal product in in the right location. So look at this drink for a second. At the moment, the only people buying this are people that like me and Chris. Yeah, and you sell half a million. And we need to get to the point where it gets big enough that we can produce enough that we can get it cheap enough to put it into retail, and then hope people will go out and buy it. Yeah. So like, um, the first, imagine this, right? This is my analogy for you: a spaceship taking off into outer space. The first 10% of the journey uses like 90% of the fuel. Mm. Don't quote me on that. So like the hardest Pretty part much. is the takeoff. Yeah. Like this is the part because once you get into outer orbit, you're chilling. You're you there. It sells itself. But most people will give up. Like, do you know the average, I think 90% of podcasts never make it past like five episodes. And out of those five episodes, the next 90% don't make it past 21. Oh shit. So we're like, like at 60. We're way ahead. 90% yeah. of yeah. podcasts, you're already in the Can't top quit percentile. Now. Well, we made it. We may as well. I think yeah. we, we do pretty good in the in the sports and uh, sports fix, fitness section. <laughs> no, sports yeah. fiction. Yeah, sports we we might have fitness. just gotten put into sports fiction. Did we? We yeah. were in like the Chilean Wait. health <laughs> health section of Spotify. <laughs> we're number one there, right? <laughs> Chilean health. Yeah. You should do like a, a like I don't know like a Nicky Rod grappler's diet, and then that's a part of their diet. How'd you have that? Uh. So you could you could make like a plan. You're like, this is what I eat in a week. That's what I eat in a week. Yeah. And then you're like. 
But I, you know, before training, I want salt on protein. I don't want to feel too full. This is where I get my jerky. And you could yeah. even be like, you could buy mine or you could buy someone else's, you know? Yeah. But you want like me. You, you buy mine. Like me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. how much proteins in one of them bags? 24 grams of protein. Yeah, nice. Perfect. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. yeah. little bit, is, yeah. A little bit of sodium. Um, biggest thing that we. Sodium. Like a lot of the, a lot of the jerkies have like uh, fucking seed oils and like sugars and stuff. Pretty, keep it pretty raw, you know? So no seed oils. No seed oils, no extra shit. No ribble flour. Are seed oils bad for you? Well, oh, tell us. Are this is a great you know? question. A good question. You know what? Like, I see a lot of noise on it on the internet. I haven't seen enough like data or evidence. Hard for me to evidence. Be like, yeah, for me like, to be like, oh, no. Nah. It's yeah. the same. A lot of things like before as well. I used to get like such abuse for like saying that I didn't really rate warm-ups. And even now, we're just finding out that like, warm-ups. You didn't rate warm-ups? You know, like in the gym, people on a foam roller for ages. Oh, like, yeah. Stretching. Oh, I know. Okay. And like I'm the worst like, guy. We see it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never been in like 10 years of lifting weights. I just do a little bit lighter than I need to, a little bit less lighter than I need I think to drilling do. is the best warm-up. Yeah, like I moving, think. stuff yeah. like that. But like when oh. I see someone on a foam roller, I'm, ah. like, I'm like, come on, bro. But like, uh-huh. it's a bit of bro science. But seed oils, right? I, I just... Seed I oils. I think it's like a really good thing to point the finger at. Like, oh, yeah. You know, this is why everything's yeah. fucked up. But... Yeah. More just oils in general. Uh, oils like, aren't good. Like the trans. No, 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 I'm saying. I'm saying like, uh, what do you want? You want no trans fat? A little bit of, a little bit of saturated I thought, fat. No, I thought. Uh, actually, I don't fucking know. Uh, but like, um, even when you look at diet, right? The fact yeah. this is the this is the thing that annoys me the most. We talk about seed oils, but like, fundamentally, exercise, sweating, getting your heart rate up to a certain amount every day, sleeping eight hours, yeah. waking up with a boner. Yeah. Like if someone's like doing to worry about seed oils, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, if you're waking up with a boner, sh- you're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's wake, all you need. <laughs> waking up with a boner, you know, like you're training hard, you know, you're yeah. passing guards. That's what I'm saying. If How do you feel about cholesterol? Because you saw my saw my video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what? I, I don't know enough about it. I'll say that. Okay. But like some people are, oh, cholesterol's bad. But then some people are, oh, you need the blood pressure to go with it. And like... All of this. I had great p- blood pressure, but my shit was. Yeah, there, I've been it hearing like fuck. blood pressure. Yeah, great. <laughs> blood pressure through the roof. No, no. <laughs> like, pressurized. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if we could only observe you to try and, and this is what they say you should ever do to observe someone to create a picture of health. I reckon we could be pretty, pretty accurate as a body of people to go. This guy probably needs to eat more vegetables and sleep a bit more. This guy looks alright. Like no one's looking at you going, and the people moaning about your cholesterol in the comments. A little dweeb sat at home that never spoken to a girl before. <laughs> I know, but I want some. I want some proper advice. Like. <laughs> There's there's some I feel like there's some like uh, well known people that are like yeah cl- if your cholesterol is high it's bad no matter what you are no matter what you look like and then others are like oh as long as you're lean and you uh, you work out a lot like high cholesterol is good. How many times have they taken Gordon Ryan's back? Huh? What? Well, oh, that's practice, what you should practice. say to him. Oh, you yeah. should be like oh so how did you do against Gordon Ryan? Yeah, yeah shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up then. Yeah, well I'm, I'm just like yeah, he has like very high blood pressure. He's like, <laughs> I'm trying to be able Let's to see s- you hit an armbar, yeah. <laughs> fucking doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor's like I'm just like, trying to help you. Having like, a stroke, I can't yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking back. My back control is unmatched. <laughs> yeah, right. like you could probably see like a I don't know, see a specialist about it. But I think if this physio I saw once recently, she was like the best video I've ever seen. I was like, oh, should I be worried about my posture? She was like, does it hurt? I was like, no. She was like, don't worry about it. I was like, oh, you know, like when I walk, I notice my feet kind of turn out a little bit. Aren't I supposed to point? She's like, does it hurt? I was like, no. She's like, don't worry about it. Like any concern I had, she was like, are you in pain? I was like, no. She's like, well, shut the fuck up then. And I, <laughs> okay. I feel like our body's pretty good most of the time of signaling to us when something's wrong. Yeah. You'd have like inflammation, rashes. You'd have like health markers. If you're a dude that nuts three times a day, you're probably pretty in touch with how your body feels. I think that's why what keeps me healthy. I just keep coming and kind of <laughs> solves all his problems. It, it sends out the toxins. That's yeah. my infl- the inflammation is 
leaving, you know, <laughs> sunning your arsehole in the morning in the garden. I mean, I wouldn't well, be against recharge, it. you got to recharge, yeah. Yeah, so like, uh, I think I think the body's pretty good at like signaling when you're in trouble. Yeah. And then I think that's, <laughs> that's when you probably seek it out. I think you tell Nicky Rod that uh, fucking sunning your asshole, if you show him like a magazine that says sunning your asshole. He'll do <laughs> it has, for sure. He'll, benefit, he'll be on a He'll, he'll yeah. be spread equal. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, it's taking too long. Let me get a magnifying glass and fucking <laughs> put it right on. I will, I, mean? I will uh, um, give you credit. When you read something about like health, you do try to make the change right away. Oh, yeah, like with, sure. uh, there was like bagged rice. He was eating like rice out, out of a plastic bag or whatever. It's like not good to eat. Wait, like pre-cooked? No, pre, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. pre-cooked rice, like the microwavable rice. It's perfect rice. It's 90 seconds, but it's in. you have to microwave it in plastic. Why is that bad? Plastic. It's, it's plastic's not good. Yeah, but what, your like, taint, right? So apparently, apparently. Maybe your taint's too big. <laughs> but anyways, it starts making fucking rice. Then, you mean Brit makes rice? Fair. Yeah, yeah. Brit makes rice. Do you, do you filter your water? Do I drink a lot of water? Filter, filter. filter. Yeah, oh, I, I filter, filter but I don't have a um, don't have a fluoride filter. I just have the regular Berkey, but I'm gonna upgrade. It's you, don't have a, you don't have a fluoride filter in the, the fl- Berkey? You no, know, it's two two black filters. The fluoride oh, one is like the third one. Water you guys would drink a day. That's one thing that like the last couple of years, I just don't trust the water systems. You know, ever since the pandemic, Fuck I don't no, trust bro. people anymore. Yeah, but like I got this. Even Britta doesn't do it properly. Yeah, and I saw a TikTok, well informed, about this woman complaining. They got like a lawsuit or something. But then I bought one from America called Zero Water, mm-hmm. and it takes fucking. It takes even water. the water out; just nothing. It, it comes through. <laughs> it filters you, it so well. They give you this little pen to test your water. Yeah. So I'm there at home, like tap water, 55. <laughs> Brita, 35. I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, then, like, yeah, I'm <laughs> drinking this swill. <laughs> like even though I was like maybe banging lines two weeks before, I'm like, yeah, this yeah. tap water. <laughs> yeah, this gonna <laughs> fucking kill me, <laughs> dude. Like, oh god, yeah, yeah. that's where that's like the next like pill for fucking athletes to get into is like oh i'm not drinking is that tap water (laughs) that's that's me i definitely filter my water uh i will get i want one of those like to drink out of the garden from puerto rico from new jersey everybody's just drinks the tap water it tastes great i don't know what's in it but it fucking tastes good i've i've drunk it so long all of my years yes yeah, and uh and now we nuts three times a day now i'm watching tiktoks and shit and they're like yeah this shit's gonna kill you bro do you guys ever hear of the life straw Oh, yeah, 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 it's like it filters it for the you, filter right? fucking straw. So my stepdad and my uncle go, go like camping up at like, uh, um, my, my uncle has like some land in upstate New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no like running water, no cabin. So they bring fucking life straws. They go to some pond. They get the fucking, they get the water. They, get they start like- drinking. <laughs> Bro, they have like explosive diarrhea for like four days <laughs> after. The they like, message, they're like, Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> this doesn't work. Product. I want a refund. They could have easily just bought gallons, gallons of water. Right? Yeah, they're like, No, fuck it. We're going to be in the wilderness. I'm going to have my, my life, life straw. straw. <laughs> <laughs> I need a life straw. They need like antibiotics for like parasites. And you know the shit about receipts? as well oh it's like uh yeah what the fuck what are you talking about you can't touch receipts i've been touching receipts my entire life this is is one of these things i know small when i heard this i was like this is bullshit then i looked into it Mm. and yeah so the the way they have like heat imagery like printing so like the way they print on it so the people that touch receipts all day at work, they can find it in their bloodstream. Like it's passing through transdermal. What? It's phthalates. You can find it in your... In What's your a phthalate? P- a phthalate. I think it's like, like a plastic or some phthalate. shit. Phthalate. I, yeah, I think it's called, yeah. Phthalate. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so like... Shrinks first, your taint. I was like, nah. But if human, humans like our canary in the mind, like whenever we hear something, we're like, 
What is he even? Bro, when he yeah, talks, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, this guy, I this listen, is God. To be honest, God's I listen to I listen. Bro, you know, he's fucking shredded too. He's, yeah, he's yeah, a beast. Bro, I saw him do a fucking workout. I was like, I respect him even more now. Yep. I thought he was just a dude in a fucking yep. black button down. And the way he keeps it on lock. Yeah. Got a lot bro, of time for that. He's a dog. He's a dog, man. He's a dog. Yeah, great podcast. But, uh, well, if I, we I pester him enough. He'll come on our podcast. He's in Austin, right? I think, right? Humans uh, in Austin. I think so. I could have made that up, but no, I think he's, he's in, a lot of people are in Austin. I'm not yeah. sure. Everyone's in Austin. We'll get Lex, bro. Lex. Lex. Oh, we saw him at uh, we, 10 p.m. Dude, you've been on his podcast. Fucking on his podcast. come on his podcast. Come on, I should have been, bro. That's a good thing. Let's get Lex on the podcast. He's too busy. I'll pester him, bro. Fucking Craig, Nikki, Nikki Rod. This is this is you're you are our uh, your biggest guest. Yeah, you're our no biggest question. guest. So so you're gonna you're gonna break us into the mainstream. Yeah, you message Lex. You're like, look, we just had the UK's. <laughs> we'll, we'll step down for no. you, Lex. The, you, the, but easily you, in the you know. top one thousand purple belts in a small island off Australia. You know, like yeah. Well, well if I was to fish here. if I was yeah. to refer to you, I'd say you're UK's number one physical trainer. bachelor. Probably, like, <laughs> but the, the only thing is, the people that I would just say above me haven't actually been a personal trainer before. They're so not. They're not important. Yeah, no, no, don't matter. They're right? just influencers. I'm a real. Yeah. I'm a real person. You're a real fucking. Yeah. Says it like it is. Yeah. So, so like, are seed oils good or bad? Just can we <laughs> touch on that? What is it? Seed seed oils. Does I, it matter I or not? I don't think it's something we should prioritize okay. as being important in our hierarchy of. More important to fucking work out, yeah, sleep. Yeah, because well, people are like, oh, I'm not gonna touch seed oils, but then they'll but get, then they they'll eat like a fucking, <laughs> they'll yeah. eat three pizzas a week, you know. So it's they're like, like they're going keto, but they're yeah, they're eating like ten yeah. cauliflower pizzas. Well, they leave training without showering. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, you're worried about seed oils, bro. Yeah. I'm worried about stuff you dirty little fuck. Oh yeah. man, Big Vince nice. talks about seed oils a lot. Big Vince, yeah. Big Vince. Yeah, <laughs> I'll think about our weekend. What does he want to say about? He's massive, right? And I knew this because I rolled with him two years ago, but like. When I left training yesterday, the guys I was with, I was like, they're like, how's training? I was like, you don't understand how big these guys are. Dude. So I show them a picture of Vince on Insta mm -hmm. and they didn't get it. Then today, Luke saw Vince and was like, mate, that's who Chris Hemsworth wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's he, the real Thor right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. You yeah. can't cheat those genetics. He's yeah. a Viking. Bro. That, that has, yeah, that's like Viking. Viking. I think he Viking. played a uh, like a Viking on a show one time. Like in the back, it was like really? a background in like a movie he or something. Like, yeah, yeah. I know that. I, I, I talked know that. about this, yeah. Bro, he needs to be like a main character of a Viking, bro. He's yeah. a fucking, looks like a Viking. Should, yeah. I was terrified of him in the beginning. Me too. Like, I'm like, this guy, I'm just going to not be friends with I need with this to guy. have a gun around this what's guy. His, what's his weakness? Ask him for a mate. Uh, weakness? Probably the same a, as yours. A, a gun. A gun is his weakness. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, it. No, I mean in training. Like, has he got an Achilles oh, heel? Uh, also a gun. Uh, I guess uh, literally Achilles heel, I guess. Like, I, that is, try to get on top of him. That never happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to play legs against. Him. Are you gonna like, pull guard? Uh, yeah. No, I'm gonna have to surprise him when he's not looking. Just feed him some clenbuterol. Did you sweep him? Dude, did you see the the video of the Achilles uh, slice? Right, we have. Oh, oh my god, how did that bro? get so many right, guys, views? Let me, let me this, this. Oh fuck! It's the most viral video on out of any of the B team guys. No. Yeah, J Dogs. It's over 30 million. 30 million? Yeah, like 35 million. Yeah, Everyone's views. like, this is how you o defeat giants? Over a million likes. Let me see. Where's this thing at? Is this someone tapping? No. no. Not it's just such an idiotic. We play like a stupid game. He like sneaks up on me, right? And fake slices my Achilles, right? It's, it, it's idiotic. This fucking thing. <laughs> and I get my payback. Boom, boom. Right? So Something so simple, but it gets... <laughs> 
Oh, over 1.2 so million. To slap in his Achilles. Yeah, because yeah. just like he, pretend slice. Because we because we had this thing. He's like he's like he's like in the wild. I would sneak up on you. I'd I'd cut your Achilles and I'd kill you. I'm like no way. I'd I'd feel it coming. And so he snuck up on me one day, and then I fuck yeah, and he fucking fake sliced me. But 1.2 million uh, likes and then like 25 million views. They're probably trying to figure out what's going on. Probably right. It's 37 million views. Yeah. What is it about that video? They're probably that, just yeah, so confused. What, what like, is what that? is happening? But there's more. No, there's more confusing thing like videos out there. Well, no, like, people. There are literally there are comments saying like, "Was that a pressure point? <laughs> like, was that <laughs> no. a pressure point they got him?" Wow. Yes. So, yes. Pe- okay. There's actually people who think this is real. That's well, what this for is. Sure, well, for people sure. think that pressure points are real. Like, if you have no martial arts experience, you're like, oh, oh wow, you God. could just push a pressure point and kill somebody. Someone from like, Krav Magars. Dude, that yeah. The- yeah. 23,000 likes. Is there an actual, like, pressure point or something? Or is this just friend humor? Like, literally yeah. has no idea. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, my he God. He struggled with that. He went from, like, 9,000 followers to, like, almost 20, right? He's over 20,000. 20K ago. followers. In, this is, like, three or four days. You used to get like paid for reels a couple years ago, weren't you? They yeah. tried that crazy. Yeah, they still do that, it or no? no bro, imagine that shit. Yeah, yeah. Bro, TikTok, you'd make a hundred dollars. <laughs> TikTok started paying in the UK, and then like oh, I wow. had like a three thousand dollar month, and they just canned it. Yeah, uh, didn't pay out either. Yeah, I like, my best month pay you. paid me five hundred out of three thousand. Bullshit. Yeah, They've done there. that on Instagram with me too. They're like, oh, a, really? a reel starts doing too well. They're like, nah, we'll give you like fifty bucks. Yeah, wow. yeah. My best month on Instagram was uh, like thirty five hundred bucks, and then the month after, they're like, yeah, we're gonna stop this. Yeah, we are losing stuff. money. Yeah, yeah. they YouTube, probably made it back. YouTube stuff's that. hard. Like YouTube, YouTube th- this is the crazy thing, right? This is another thing that I fuck your head with, right? So uh, I joined like a high ticket <laughs> YouTube course and the guy in it was like, oh, you want to get paid by YouTube? He was like, that's stupid. He was like, for you to make good money, you need millions and millions of views. He was like, but if you had a product you were selling, you don't need that many views at all. Then he shows me a guy in this program made 33,000 US dollars from 800 views because of the amount of people that watched the video bought his course. What mm. was it? Oh, a course? A yeah, course. so it was like a niche course. So like imagine you get a YouTube video that gets oh a thousand God. views. Yeah. But out of it, 125 of them buy your product or recurring revenue or service or whatever. There will be YouTubers making a million views a video that are getting paid less per video than you. Wow. But you were trying to get paid by Google, not by doing whatever it was you were doing. So yeah. like that's the ultimate flex. But there's small YouTube accounts with like 10,000 subs. Yeah, yeah, making like millions Damn. a month. Fuck. Wow. We need that. We need a product. We Patreon. need an email list. That is the secret. For, well, we need, to, sure. we need a product to monetize. First, First. email list, then the product. <laughs> we have nothing one. to sell. What we could sell I mean, email it. list. That's a thing. You could even say something like, hey, guys, give us your email address, and we'll let you know when we drop the podcast. We'll let you know before it goes live. Well, we're thinking about doing a pa- – actually, we're going to do a Patreon. Yeah. Well, Maybe. Like, like, what, what kind of content are we going to put on there? We're what's your, this, what's your, yeah, I want to hear James' thoughts on, on the Patreon. I think it, unless you're Tim Dillon, it's not really a good idea because then you're going to alienate your your – Core. Your growth, yeah, yeah, because a lot yeah. of people need nurturing. Your biggest fans right now needed to listen to three to five episodes for free before they became your biggest fans. Well, what we were yeah. thinking of is doing early releases and uh, unedited footage on the Patreon, but still have the normal podcast on YouTube. I don't know if we make enough content to for to supply a, a Patreon. I would just ask ask your no. It's the same Patreon. I'd it's the same viewership podcast. to support you, huh? And like to support you, us, yeah, but like, like a GoFundMe. Yeah, well, like buy the our merch. That's what I said. I say, said let's start a Patreon. Say it's like, uh, say it's you three. Maybe you alternate with whatever it is. Like you just say, it gets to the end of an episode, and you're like, right, Nikki, off you go, and you're like, okay, guys, here's my bill. Tongue ships to the US. It costs this much. Uh, 
like we'll keep doing this podcast for free we're not going to do a patreon but we need your support because we can't afford to keep doing this forever mm. you know then uh you could do like i think people appreciate you guys maybe to digital assets maybe imagine you recorded like a 20 minute video in the gym even on iphone um on a position that you're working through that you think is going to be revolutionary yeah. and yeah. you're like hey guys it's, it's you know it's 15 bucks um then you've got a low effort potential high return you know if only a 10 or 100 people buy it, you're still making money. You could be making a thousand bucks for 20 minutes. You put it on Vimeo, and then when the purchase comes through, you send them a link or like YouTube or whatever. We do a series, we call it Simple Techniques. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, the Simple Man Techniques. Mm. And then, so like, That's good. because people that listen to this pod are probably willing to part with like 10 bucks, 15 bucks. The reason that people don't want to spend $250 on a six hour tutorial is they're not going to watch six hour tutorial. Yeah. But it's not because they don't value what you have. It's not because mm -hmm. they don't value mm -hmm. jujitsu, which it can feel like when you push something online. It's because they're, it's not sexy enough for them at the moment. But then, like I say, if you like, you know, because the reason I said this to uh, Jeremy Skinner as well, I said, if you had an email list before you go to Singapore to compete ADCC, you could say, hey guys, here's a rash guard. I make $25 profit on it and all the profit's going to pay for me to go to these trials so I can hopefully win and go to ADCC. Mm -hmm. People would be like, fuck yeah, let me buy that rash guard. You know, like... Let's make a simple man rash guard, make simple man techniques, and simple, man, simple man Yeah, and just be open about... Oh, like, well, be open with your profits. Shit. Be like, look, if a thousand of you guys buy this, it's just enough for us to fly to vegas and get an airbnb why to dubai make sure we're not gay so yeah, yeah. You know? how, how about how about for the selling jerky do you think i i should focus on uh well i'm guessing you're gonna say email address right something well, like, like that that's a good way to do it on socials of course as well like yeah. you just need a, a real easy way for them to buy it because mm -hmm. if they have to like uh do you have a website do you have like shopify or something like that? Yep, website yeah and just be like hey just put your faith in me if you don't like it come find me you know, like, find me, yeah. like be jovial with it as well because it's not a serious product. It is a serious product, but it's not like, you know, this is six hours of turtle from the DDS. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I made some jerky and you should, I think there's nothing wrong with you guys trying to make bank and being open about it. Like in the UK, there's this crazy culture with these YouTubers where when they do paid ads, the people in the comments are like, go get that money. Yeah, promote Pringles to me, bro. Go get that money. And I think you can't be afraid of just saying to people like, yo, this is how I make a living. Like, Everyone knows jiu-jitsu is not the highest paying sport. Yeah. If you had this level of mastery in any other domain, you'd be loaded. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, except maybe, I don't know, because the, the people that support you through this podcast and buy your products will feel good from it. Yeah. And let them know like, Hey, I got rent to pay. Yeah. You know, like, and they'll feel like a part of your journey as well. Then you send an email after and you're like, Hey guys, I managed to bump my flight to business class because of what you did. Here's a picture. Appreciate you all. Can't wait to help you over the next couple They're of years. They're going to be like, that's what you're spending your fucking money on? <laughs> you didn't, how about, you didn't pay how about like, uh, yeah. when I'm producing content for the jerky, like, you know, I, I'll make videos of like how to eat the jerky and, and post, post, post content with me using the, eating the jerky, consuming it on the, on it the Instagram. It because people will get bored. And also, bored, any right? cold audience it goes to, they won't be. So instead, mm -hmm. Think about the knowledge you have in wrestling and takedowns and leg picks and whatever. Then at the end, just smile and be like, and this video is sponsored by, you know, like my built on brand, go fucking buy some, you know, like, because mm -hmm. then they're engaged 20 seconds in, their shoulders relax, they're actually absorbing the content. They go, oh, that's pretty interesting. Never they, thought they about that. They don't know they're getting sold and they just kind of stay Yeah, then pull it out your fucking shorts at the end or something. Or just yeah. get one of the boys to throw it at you and be like, did that help your takedowns? Buy my jerky. You know, because uh, yeah, then yeah. they're getting value, then you're trying to sell to them. Mm. Whereas if you just try and sell to them, it's like, you know, it's a one-way street. Yeah. And then if you can get into a good enough habit of selling to them in a fun manner, yeah. they're always going to watch the videos. They're going to come for the techniques and eventually they're going to go, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy some jerky. 
Because I, I noticed like uh, like Red Bull, right? Obviously a well well known brand, but like on their social media, they don't really have like pictures or videos of Red Bull. They have like like pictures of or content about the culture of behind Red Bull. But Red Bull's not the Red Bull's the brand, and the drink yeah. you're the brand. So you're the brand of that jerky. Yes, I guarantee that that's the way you need to play it. And you're like, mm -hmm. look, these techniques are mine. You like my brand because my brand helps you be suck less at wrestling. Now. I'm here to help you, you need to help me. And eventually the law of reciprocity, if you do enough for them, they're gonna buy it. Hmm. Same way that I just gave unrelenting fitness advice every day for years, then when the book came, people bought it. People are like, oh, it's the least I can do. You know, yeah. you help my wife mm. with uh, understanding calories or whatever mm. it is. Find so, a, way, a way to help people. Yeah, because then yeah. they're gonna feel uh, the likeness of giving it back. Mm. Say like, I don't know, even just, any act of kindness that you give to someone, they'll want to help back. So rather than just trying to sell it, I reckon you've got so many techniques in your head, so many things you're teaching. If you just give everything, like Jason Rout, do you think he's really bothered that he's going to teach too much on Instagram? No. And that people people are going to go, oh, we've we've seen it all now, let's unfollow him. They're now like, fucking hell, that backside 50-50 entry fucking changed my life. I tapped yeah. a brown belt, I'm only a blue belt. Jason Rao's the man. And then yeah. when he recently instructional, they're like, yeah, this guy's my God. You know, like, yeah, so, he's a good following. Yes, does he? Yeah. Because uh, he just occasion. relentlessly, so imagine this is your approach. Mm -hmm. uh, Gary V calls it like jab, jab, right hook. Mm -hmm. So give, give, give is the jab. You need to set up the right hook. If you just talk about your built on, you might not have jabbed your audience enough to right hook them. Mm. You'll understand that. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, Damien's like, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. now yeah. I know. No, Why I just say that from the beginning. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely understand that. Find a way to, uh, to help people i do like i that's definitely something i could do you know like uh br maybe break down a, a sequence of techniques that i used in my previous competition and and then throw in the jerky at, at the end somehow. there's even things that i can record that you've already taught me i haven't seen you for two years and i remember my hand wasn't in the right pace on a necktie you maybe put it on the crown of the head uh -huh. or snap down and i'll never forget front headlock pull their weight over their knees and throw their body over their foot as you pick the foot yeah i've been using that for two years yeah the sick. amount of people i've sat on their ass doing that and I was like, if you ever said to me, I need a favor, I'm like, fuck yeah, whatever it is. You know, <laughs> come yeah. on the pod tomorrow, I'm there. Because it's the law of reciprocity. Mm -hmm. You know, I've sat so many people on their ass with the two techniques that if you can get into people and change their lives, like your social media really is about addressing the problems the people that follow you are facing. Hmm. Then eventually, if you solve enough of those problems, when it comes to right hook them, they will do the thing you ask them to. Damn, that's good stuff. Good stuff, James. And it goes the same mm -hmm. for even. Because you're all, well, yesterday, today my manager was like, what they like? I was like, Nicky Rod was behind me once. I sat straight to my butt because I was terrified. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I got, uh, I got beaten pretty bad uh, by the other two. I was like, uh, too many times I think I've rolled with them. Like, and then I was like, Nicky Rod, I don't want to talk about it. You know, like, but it's, yeah. it's sick. It's like, um, it, you're helping people. All the knowledge you have, and you're all very different athletes, right? Mm -hmm. If you were to both explain the same technique the same way, you wouldn't actually explain the same technique the same way. Yeah. Even if my technique would, would be better. Well, it would be like far simpler, simpler, <laughs> so less worded. Imagine that like th this is another thing to really like uh, kind of think about as well as every technique you're going to teach them has already been taught, yeah. but it hasn't been taught by you. So imagine this. Sometimes I go look at the best performing videos on YouTube and I just make one. And people go, oh, this is just like their video. I went, yeah, but it was funny because I did it. You know, like yeah. I put my own spin on it and that's Unique. what you should do. Yeah. Even if all five of you did the same technique every day. It would come people, out different. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm going to do my own Achilles slicing video. 
<laughs> fucking <gets> cheater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's gonna be funny because I just yeah, did it my way. Different. It's yeah. different. If I get if I get fucking ten percent of what he got, imagine any video like that just fucking goes crazy three million viral. views. That's crazy. It got thirty-seven How? million views, How? but he got paid nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, that's gonna. That's gonna like uh, in the system you know, potentially. Yeah, I agree. Down with the that. road, like now he has more. Now he's a podcast. Now he's double a podcast, this following. Double this following. <laughs> yeah, like that's insane. gonna residual. Like I'm, I'm slicing somebody's Achilles with a real knife. <laughs> <laughs> Some, it's possible. He proved it's possible. Nicky Rod starts screaming. I sliced it with a fucking like, machete. Did you see that? You get it. <laughs> but it's prison. good that. And then imagine you know Mr. Beast, right? Yeah. yeah. He has a certain. I think he has eight buckets where his content is 24 hours in, last one to remain in. They're all actually the exact same thing. And if you look at his content, he does the same seven topics with a different word. Hmm. So he has the niche for every single one. So it's like, oh, we need to do 24 hours in something. Oh, we need to do last one here survives. He actually only has eight topics that he refreshes every time. Just so, with different like parameters and styles. And So you guys could create, let's say five buckets where you go, okay, leg attacks, front headlock, something completely for fun and pissing off Craig, right? They could be, and then one more, whatever. Then when you're not sure what to post about, you can create a routine where you're like, oh, it's leg attack day. Oh, it's front headlock day. Oh, we got to wind up Craig. Then you get this perfect mix of videos that make you go viral, videos that will convert your leg locking following, videos that will really help your front headlock wrestling dudes or whatever. And then you create some like system to it and then you can decide what buckets of content are doing better, which ones to drop, which ones to do more of. Mm -hmm. And then having some kind of, um, yeah, having some kind of process to it so you know what you should be doing. And then, because if you do it off the fly, you might run the risk of getting caught in the trap of just making viral content, but then you get no sales. Mm -hmm. And then you might go the other way where you make loads of sales, but you don't grow your page at all. Interesting. Mm. Fuck. Well, all right, I'm gonna have to head out of here. You guys, you gotta fight. Gotta go get punched. Fight some demons. Yeah, fight some demons. Oh yeah, James Smith. I can't thank you enough, my guy. Yes, brother, very much. Truly, awesome. thank you. We very knowledgeable. It. You helped me out. Gave me some great ideas. And uh, per usual, I will take your advice. Thank you very much. Yeah, guys. Thanks for watching the Simple Man Podcast. If you guys watched till the end, leave. You want an Aussie flag or a UK flag? What do you represent? He's a, he's, a, he's from the UK, but yeah, whatever they feel. Whatever they feel. All right. Do the UK or Aussie flag. They, look the, they look products. the same. Buy yeah. the products. Buy the Biltong, man. Where are you selling at the moment? Uh, on our website. Link in our bio. Link in our bio. Yeah, buy oh, the, the t-shirts. Buy the merch.